Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello, and happy autumn. This is episode number 320 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is Seek a Reset, Not a Refresh, Part 2. The fall and autumn season is so gorgeous. I love the scents and the colors and just everything about it. It's a wonderful season to see God's mighty hand when the trees and the foliage change. This is a good month to see the change in our lives as well. Please listen to last week's podcast to get more details regarding why I am encouraging you to seek a reset versus a refresh. But in a nutshell, a program I was watching on a smart TV was experiencing trouble as it was streaming. And so instead of my going to the settings and hitting refresh like I should have, I hit reset that caused us to have to start all over from the beginning to upload the apps that were needed. Now, as a result of the pandemic, the virus, and the upheaval that is being felt in our country the past two years, I am encouraging us to not just hit a refresh, where we desire and purpose to go back to what was quote unquote normal before, but to hit a reset in our lives where we start all over again to seek God and put him in the place of supremacy, which he deserves and should be worshiped in. This month, we will gain more understanding of why such a pandemic may have taken place in our nation and what our Lord's desire may be for overcoming it. I heard a message by Dr. Tony Evans where he referenced 2 Chronicles chapter 15 in relationship to the pandemic. I went to this passage and did a further study on my own, and I received much hope, as I trust you will get in listening to all the podcasts for this month. 2 Chronicles chapter 15, verse 1 to 7 says, Then the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, son of Oded, and he went out to meet King Asa as he was returning from the battle. Listen to me, Asa, he shouted. Listen, all you people of Judah and Benjamin. The Lord will stay with you as long as you stay with him. Whenever you seek him, you will find him. But if you abandon him, he will abandon you. For a long time, Israel was without the true God, without a priest to teach them, and without the law to instruct them. But whenever they were in trouble and turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, 
and sought him out, they found him. During those dark times, it was not safe to travel. Problems troubled the people of every land. Nation fought against nation and city against city, for God was troubling them with every kind of problem. But as for you, be strong and courageous, for your work will be rewarded. So now let's look at this in more detail. Then the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, son of Oded, and he went out to meet King Asa as he was returning from battle. The coming of the Spirit of God is an indication of prophetic inspiration or divine authority. Here, Azariah was used of God to prophesy to King Asa as he was returning from having victory in battle. It was a prophetic warning that we see here in verse 2. Listen to me, Asa, he shouted. Listen, all you people of Judah and Benjamin. The Lord will stay with you as long as you stay with him. Whenever you seek him, you will find him. But if you abandon him, he will abandon you. Now that was the warning. Azariah's words echo the saying that David gave his son and his king Solomon in 1 Chronicles chapter 28, verse 9. And this is what it says in the New Living Translation. And Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately, worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. If you seek him, you will find him. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. In chapter 15, we see why Asa is warned. It appears Azariah is reminding him of the dark days of the judges. And you can read about these days in the book of Judges. In verse 5 and 6, it states, During those dark times, it was not safe to travel. Problems troubled the people of every land. Nation fought against nation and city against city, for God was troubling them with every kind of problem. So here, what was recorded about the dark days are the same thing that we see today. Nation against nation, city against city. Our United States do not seem very united right now due to a host of political, moral, and religious issues. Cities and people who live in them are not united as they should be either. This verse also says that it was not safe to travel. It says problems troubled the people of every land. And we know presently what that's like. Individuals, homes, churches, government systems, and nations are all experiencing troubles right now. There's civil strife, immorality, disobedience, selfishness, pride, increase in crime, hate, prejudice, and on and on. Now, the latter part of this verse may trouble you because it says, for God was troubling them with every kind of problem. As Christians, you know, we go around saying God is good. All the time, God is good. Well, he is. This verse is not contradicting that fact. In the Old Testament, when God wanted to deal with people who departed from him, there would be judgment of various kinds. Now, 
After the death of Jesus Christ in the New Testament, we see another side of God where he may, as in Romans chapter 1, verses 24 to 25, and also verse 28, he might just turn people over to their sin because they would no longer take him seriously. So he just turned people over to themselves. He just released them to what life looks like without him. Since they had made a decision to depart from him and not hold him thoughts, and especially in their decision-making. And we see that in Romans chapter 1. As a people, we experience the consequences when we're left to ourselves. This pandemic, this virus, the collapse of individuals, families, churches, and government can be seen and observed when God is not sought first as he has directed us to do in his word. It will happen when we depart and go our own way. In Romans chapter 1, verse 24 to 25, in the New Living Translation says, So God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshipped and served the things God created instead of the Creator Himself, who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. And then verse 28 in Romans 1 says, Since they thought it foolish to acknowledge God, He abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do the things that should never be done. Well, here again, in 2 Chronicles chapter 15, verse 3, there are three issues that brought about their trouble and judgment from God. I've already touched on the first, which was stated in verse 3. For a long time, Israel was without the true God. For a long time. I know, I'm playing around here a little bit, but I'm trying to emphasize long time. God is very patient and so kind, and he's so long-suffering with us. He gives us, just like he gave them, plenty of time to repent and to turn back to him. When punishment doesn't quickly come, people have a tendency to continue in their sin and their selfishness. For a long time, we in the United States, has acted as if there's no true God as well. So the first problem is that they acted as if there was no true God. Well, there is only one true God, and yet he can be replaced with idols of any kind. An idol is anything that you look to as your source apart from the true God. It can be a person, place, thing, or thought, or mindset, that you depend upon or look to apart from God. It can be a relationship, religion, career, education, people, anything placed alongside of or in front of God. Now this idol is going to be rejected by God and it will open up an individual or a nation for an opportunity for Satan to come in and to drive you further away from God. That's what Satan's purpose is, to drive all of us further away from God. So during the period of the Judges, we are told in Judges 17, verse 6, 
that in those days Israel had no king. All the people did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. Isn't the same true of us in this country and world today? We live as if we have no king. I am referring to God, the King of Kings. And we see how each person, even with little masks, are doing whatever seems right in their own eyes. I have seen how even professionally, people will attach God to their idols. But even that offends our God. He's not to be mixed with or replaced by any idol. Colossians 1.18 says, He has the supremacy over all things. Now, that's not because he's insecure, but because he's God. He's the creator of all things. In Romans chapter 11, verse 36, it lets us know that from him, through him, and to him are all things. Not some things, all things. Well, what have you replaced him with? What is your source of life and joy and security? Is it God alone? If not, there's a deep problem, for he's been replaced. Our God is sovereign. He has no rival, no competition. He doesn't have to answer to anyone. He doesn't take orders from anyone. Why? Because he's God. Have you departed from him in some way? What breaks my heart is seeing the children of God act as though they are without the true God, meaning without truly experiencing his presence and his blessings. Ecclesiastes 1.9 states, The thing that has been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done. There is no new thing under the sun. You hear that? There is no new thing under the sun. What they did in the day of Judges, we are finding ourselves doing the same thing again today. Yet, we can look to the Bible to find references to what we might be experiencing today to glean wisdom for what is the correct thing to do going forward so that we can learn from their past mistakes. The Word of God will provide wisdom for anything that touches our lives. Romans chapter 15, verse 4 says, For whatever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might find hope. I said in the beginning of this podcast that there were three things that caused their present problems. Today, we've covered the first For a long time, Israel had been without the true God. Next week, Lord willing, we will cover the second issue we need to understand to overcome even in our present time. As a result of the pandemic, virus, and upheaval felt in our country the past two years, I am encouraging us to not just hit a refresh where we desire and purpose to go back to what was normal before, but to hit a reset in our lives where we start all over again to seek God and to put him in the place of supremacy where he deserves to be and to be worshipped in. The ability to do this is going to unfold more as we have our discussion this month. I trust that you will listen to the entire lesson this month through the podcast 
to see the hope that we have in Jesus. For when the nation sought the Lord, they found him always ready to forgive and to restore. This is also true on an individual basis. Well, be sure to join me next week and smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.